like it's I mean, stuff that they say in it where it's like Dean's like I'm gonna kill God or whatever like that. It's like yeah, <laughs> that's well, literally it, the end game of the show. <laughs> I guess especially with um, uh, okay, wait, we gotta stop talking about supernatural. We're not we're not doing the thing. All right, save it for the thing. <laughs> Come on, people. Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And Pajiba's Rob's Benedict, <laughs> Dustin Rolls. Congratulations, Dan. Still don't know what that name means, but uh, congratulations to you, Dustin. I know who. Yes, you know please. Who he is. Yes. Who is he for the for the listeners who don't he know? Was in, he was in uh, one of the episodes we watched this week of Supernatural. More importantly, not as, not that I don't love the Supernatural, he was in Felicity. <laughs> uh, I just want Dustin saying I love Supernatural like you've, on a loop. You've really become like a, a true fan of Supernatural. I think so. Yes. <laughs> we gotta get that. Can we get that on a T-shirt in the shop? Just like quote, "I love Supernatural." Like Dustin rolls. <laughs> I don't love it like I like love the Watchmen. Don't don't equivocate. I'm I'm just saying I love it. It's like I, I I think Supernatural may be the perfect comfort show. It's just like I wanna not do anything. I'm I'm watching it while I'm making dinner. Like yes. the perfect show. Just like have on and enjoy and relax. Watch. Tori, yeah, we'll just, cut. We'll cut all the other stuff around, and right, it just, just says it's the perfect show. Right. Sure. Dustin rolls. Dustin rolls. <laughs> but for that reason, and because I haven't watched it all in order, I do think I prefer the Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah. They're more self-contained and fun. This is great, and I don't have right. to worry about like remembering who did an angel or a demon or God. That's just because, yeah, I mean, once you catch up, you'll understand that, you know, <laughs> and you Crowley is the best, and, like, you'll just be excited every time he's on screen, and, you know, it don't worry, you'll get there. I'll yeah. get there, yeah, I hear And, and we'll, we'll get there shortly, but first, <laughs> uh, you know, what's everyone drinking, slash, how, how are you doing, you know? Um, well, I broke down, I was trying to be good, and I wasn't going to drink, and then I was like, you know what, I've we got no We're going to drink. I wasn't going to drink. Um, well, she but didn't now, drink last week. So, I didn't know. drink last week. and uh, But, you know, that was good for a week. So now I'm drinking more of my, like, wine and seltzer mix. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going down great. Um, but the problem is I have a bottle of wine that I needed to cook with, but I only had this one semi-expensive bottle <laughs> of wine in the house. <laughs> so I opened it, and then I've just been slowly trying to finish it because the only thing worse than cooking with fancy wine is letting it go bad uh, so i'm like yeah. i have to finish it um and it's delicious i think the vineyard is palermo um but it has the label on it i always recognize because it's a it's a skeleton like it looks it's a painting but it looks like a photograph of a skeleton wearing a dress um and it's really disturbing like and i don't mean like a like it looks like a mummified body like just gross and i love oh, okay. it 
Anyway, great wine. It goes great with seltzer. <laughs> really just... So, I, I, I told you last week that I am in a wine club, and they were I ordered some, like, um, nicked label bottles yeah. of wine. And for, like, I got 12 for $10. Great deal. And I'm $10 drinking... $10 each, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> how do I sign up for this? Because yes. I'll, drink, I'll drink wine at 12, 12 bottles for $10. And they yeah. said, you know, it's because the labels are nicked or mess up or whatever and they sent it to me and I'm drinking the first bottle tonight and the labels look fine it tastes like shit but the uh, labels are, are fine, fine. It's, yeah it's also called a Pino Blanc which is something I've never had before and it's maybe that's something I just don't like hmm I There's think a lot of just, Pinos. I think you just got tricked, duped into spending $120 for a large assortment of wine that nobody wanted. Oh, shit wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they trick you with the really good intro deal, and then they're like, yo, we got a better deal, and it's just them clearing out their warehouse. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> the grab bag. Yeah. Well, but they got the you to spend one. a lot of, yeah. It's the first one. We'll see. We'll find out. Do you, you know, there's like Pinot, uh, Grigio, Pinot, uh, there's like lots of Pinots, right? Pinot Noir. Yeah, but Pinot Blanc, it's not something I recall ever having. Blanc I wonder if that means it's just like the left, it's it's like the leftover dregs of, yeah, maybe. of, <laughs> of Sauvignon Blanc and like, Pinot something. Pinot Swill, is basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyway, sounds... that's brightsellers.com. <laughs> Do you have a promo code that people can get a discount if they sign up? Slide into my DMs and I'll give you that promo code. That's oh, real, real gross, Justin. I'm going to cut that right out. Uh, I am drinking the last, uh, same beer as last week, the uh, Lumino uh, Mexican-style lager from Unsung Brewing Company. It's just, it's the last of it that I had in my fridge, and so it's, uh, that's it. That's all. It's good. It's Nice and not not too heavy, so that's really what I want in a beer. I like that. Um, I'm impressed that it's not a new magical alcohol that has appeared in your apartment. Well, I have a new magical bottle uh, <gasps> that appeared, but that's going to be next week, I think. Ooh. Um, only because, but I, it's it's not magical. I mean, like I bought it, so it's it, but it's a new whiskey that I haven't tried. So it's and magic. You don't get... lie. Do you get uh, uh, marijuana sent to your home delivered? <laughs> I don't know if you, I, I honestly, I don't know if you're that person or not. No, I do not, Dustin. No, you're not um, a person that has that sort of thing delivered to your home. No, uh, not for any particular, it's just not my thing. I don't know. I don't, it's, it's not fine. my thing either. Honestly, it was, uh, it's very legal now in California, like aggressively legal. Yes, I uh, <laughs> They show up where, and ask if you want yeah. it, and you're like, no, I Basically. didn't call. And they're like, are you sure? We're <laughs> I mean, in the neighborhood. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, but, uh, we were talking to Seth, uh, producer Seth, uh, lovespackle.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. On, the, uh, on the Zoom, and he had <laughs> to get you say lovespackle.com? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't think he has a website, but on Twitter.com. He ought to. Right. Yeah. Twitter at lovespackle. Um, and uh, we were talking to him, and he had to get up and and it was like the pizza delivery guy showed up with like uh, uh, you know a huge bag of pot right wait it sounds amazing 
it's actually a pizza and pot delivery service? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was, no, it was like the guy just showed up at the store. Oh, as if it was a pizza as delivery only. Pizza. Okay. Right. But, so I was going to say, that's genius. If Domino's like also just brought you an eight, like... <laughs> here <laughs> like, in Maine, nope. they're starting that in October. We finally... Well, we've been legal for four years, but we haven't sold it yet. And that's the same in Vermont, right? Um, yeah, we've been... We're legal to... You're allowed to grow your own and so possess a certain amount. Haven't been able to sell it yet? I... I don't remember, honestly. I don't know. There's a lot of like those, yeah, weird loopholes. Um, I don't know about selling it. I, th- I, they probably, can. you probably can. I don't know. I just know that you're allowed to have. I think it's like four, ma- four mature plants and two that are in the process of growing at any one time. So you can grow. Yeah, they like they really just assume everyone's well because everyone's growing it anyway. Are you growing it? <laughs> I I wasn't because um, when we, it just was like really stupid timing that like my husband and I quit when we actually got a house with a greenhouse. It <laughs> could easily grow, but like all the farmers, it was just like they'd have their their corn field and their cow field, and then the patch behind the barn where the weed grows. It's just. And I don't mean now, I mean, like, when I was a kid, everyone grew (laughs) fucking weed. (laughs) I I, I have, I know it's not hallucinogenic, but I have hallucinations. Um, So so it doesn't work for me. In general? No, no, with the pot. Last time I had pot, I thought I was in Jacob's Ladder. It was awful. Ooh. Fucking awful. Well, maybe it was not... Maybe you need a different, like, you know. Maybe. But I've it? done it like four or five times every time. Awful. Every time you get. Eh. You got to go for the stuff with the body high. Body high. I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are all topics that I'm well versed in. So well versed <laughs> that I'm going to remind our <laughs> listeners that this is not a pot podcast. A pot <laughs> podcast. Pot jiva. It's not oh. pot jiva. Uh, but. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe someday. A marketing um, opportunity, right there. But speaking Amsterdam speaking of things <laughs> things that you can uh, that you can grow uh, on your on your small home farm, uh, oh, it's time for Dustin's chicken update. Yay! Dustin, oh, I do have an uh, update. How are the chickens? Uh, we had seven. Uh oh. Yes. No, no, not not a <laughs> bad thing. Past tense. Uh, but our coop was really for a, a six person a six chicken coop. So uh, yesterday. We took one of the chickens, Pecky, is his name, <laughs> and uh, we drove Pecky to New Hampshire to live with uh, my father-in-law, who also has lots of chickens. So Pecky went in the car, and it was quite a ride. Um, did Pecky? Yeah, I was gonna say, did Pecky earn his name for a, a the what would be the obvious reason? Yes. <laughs> and okay. when we got there, Pecky uh, pecked. We stopped pecking the new chicken, but eventually stopped. They got along fine. I'm just trying to get this clear. Did you guys intentionally give your father-in-law the angry bad chicken? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you I... foist the bad chicken onto your? Yeah, because it sounds like Pecky was asserting uh, dominance. It sounds like he was a real asshole, and you were just like, <laughs> no. "Go to the farm in New Hampshire, <laughs> Pecky." Well, it wasn't because he's an asshole. It was just, you know, 
he, it's a he, byproduct. He happened to be the worst chicken of the bunch, and you just yes. happened to give him away. That's right. Well, that's right. <laughs> so now we're down to six chickens. Were, were the was everyone sad to see Pecky go? Or were they like, all right, it's, this is fine? Well, we're pretty happy about it because Pecky is on a bigger piece of land and Pecky can roam free all the time. <laughs> Peck Pecky, uh, you know, there's a bigger threat of coyotes, but otherwise, I think Pecky's going to have a nice life. You say coyotes or coyotes? I say coyote, but I think people say coyotes, so sometimes I like to say it. Oh, okay. Oh, I just, I've always heard it both ways, too. Yeah. I think in the South. Coyote sounds like old-timey Western to me. Yeah? Then you get coy dogs. Coy dogs. <laughs> yeah. Those are the coyotes that have mated with, you know, dogs. Which I'm like, oh, are they? that's a thing? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, you know, and then they're just kind of... It's like you get wolf dogs, but this is just like a... Right. Like but they're still dog. like wild dogs, so they may as well just be coyotes. Did I make uh, that up? I've never know. actually heard that term, but that makes sense to me. So, I don't know. But I, 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 I type in koi dogs on uh, Google, and the first thing that comes up is, what's the deal with koi dogs? Vermont Public Radio. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it is a hyper-local thing. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, and it's a, miscon- it's a misconception. <laughs> oh, never mind, I made it up. What the is the deal is with koi dogs? Mistakenly <laughs> used for koi wolves, which are common. So that's half coyote. Everyone half wolf, is right. Or... Yeah, it comes yeah. across the night in the cacophony of howls. Yeah. Oh. So is this a koi podcast now? It is not, but uh, speaking of cast? things that come across in the night, something, <laughs> something, uh, these are not Monster of the Week episodes, so that, that, uh, that segue didn't work, but uh, it's time for Supernatural Week 3. Sorry, Ted Lasso, no room for you. Oh my god, uh, Ted Lasso is so good. And we're not was, talking but, about Lovecraft Country. But we're not, that's true, we're also that's not true. talking about Lovecraft Country. Uh, we're also still not talking about... Uh, uh, I may destroy you, which has still been great. Um, we could but, uh, theoretically talk about um, entertainment news, in that we know when Supernatural is ending, and we know what Jensen Ackles is doing next. Oh, that's true. That is before we get into the actual episodes of the week. That is that is Supernatural uh, adjacent. Yes. Um, so, Tori, I feel like you should have the honor. Well, Dustin already wrote it up, so you should definitely go to pajiba.com and read the whole article. Right. But basically, CW announced that the final seven episodes of Supernatural are premiering in October, so we're getting them pretty soon. Remember, mm-hmm. they were supposed to air in, you know, the spring. Right. right. <laughs> the I'm show so is supposed glad to that be over. It got delayed, though. Yeah. Because now so you get, get to, like... watch them as, like, a fan. Yeah. Um, you should probably watch season 15. Um, and also like the 14 <laughs> seasons before, I, but yeah. at least season 15. Right. Um, I feel and like then, I can do like 30 episodes between now and then. I feel like maybe a syllabus. Well, <laughs> okay. 
talking. I can. Do you want me to give you the at the at home supplementary syllabus that I, we don't no, cover would, on the podcast? Yes, I would actually. <laughs> for the month of September, watch. Yes. Oh my god! Like one episode just, a day. Dustin and his and his just kissing up, getting all the all the extra credit. Oh in my the god! Class. I get it. Fine. I will I will work on that syllabus for you. <laughs> Dustin, stop ruining the curve. I'm just trying to get like a B and like skate through, you know, without doing too much work. Mm-hmm. I love this. Um, okay, so Supernatural's coming back. That's great. And then The Boys, which is the second season is premiering September 4th, I believe. Yep. That is Eric Kripke's uh, current running show, and he is the creator of Supernatural, and they just announced that in season three... Jensen Ackles will be playing a superhero called Soldier Boy, who is kind of like that universe's version of Captain America-ish. Um, only, like, uh, not. Right, because <laughs> it's like, he's like the first one, right? The first well, superhero who became a celebrity. Yeah, like sort of. Well, So, in the comics, there were two Soldier Boys. So there's there was one who's kind of the main character and then you find out that he's actually the second soldier boy and there was an older one who was the you know kind of the first so mm-hmm. i have a feeling they're reimagining that backstory and hopefully making it into like a bigger thing um, right. but i just the idea of like jensen ackles facing off against carl urban and just like the the cheekbones <laughs> and the jaw lines just at each other oh i'm so into it right um, i have to great. say like i like the boy a lot, but now I feel like invested because I know who the showrunner is. I feel like I'm part of the family. Oh, <laughs> you you really you really have it's been three weeks. It's <laughs> <laughs> really man, you fell hard, dude. Yep, yep. It's it's really I fell hard for Jensen Ackles. I have to say, the rest of the show I like, but Jensen Ackles I love. I know, and and, and, and I do feel Jim bad. Bieber. Jim Beaver, oh, he's so there good. Was episode I watched tonight where it, it, Ackles directed it, and it, start, it starts out with the gambler, Kenny Rogers, and oh, just like, oh, so good. It's just, yeah, Jim Beaver, there's like a season or something where he, he basically is a ghost, and he just... oh. But, like, so he's, like, but he has, like, essentially, because he's got ghost powers. So it's, like, their ghost friend who can, like, you know. Oh, oh he's really a ghost. I thought you were, like, he's just, like, in the shadows or something. No, I mean, he dies and then is sticking around and is, like, their ghost helper. <laughs> and then they bring him back? or um, No, eventually. He fades he, he, away. Well, they, I think oh, they have to burn his gone? flask. To, like, release his spirit. Because he realizes oh, okay. that if he hangs around too long, he'll become an angry spirit. Wait a second. You're telling me that Jim Beaver's not in season 15? Um, Jim Beaver shows up a lot. So here's the other thing. It's not that his... So eventually they introduce Apocalypse World, which is an alternate reality where Michael won the apocalypse. And uh, in that world, there are surviving humans... And a lot of them are characters that are dead in the main universe. So you oh, meet okay. alternate versions of them, so, including Jim Beaver. Got it. Why I find mythology annoying. It's just too much. <laughs> Why? No, but here's the thing. So it's a lot of mythology, but what it means is that as you watch the show, periodically people show up and you can kind of ignore why they're there because all of the whys 
are elaborate backbends to just give you fan service. It's like, right. we know you, uh, you want to and expect to see him again, so here's a whole long setup that justifies us giving you more Felicia Day and Jim Beaver. Right, and ultimately, <laughs> it, it, it's less important about the crazy backstory and right. really just about, like, look at this character is back. Yeah, you get to see them again. Isn't that right. lovely? Right. Well, yeah. Where I'm at, I feel like Jim Beaver and, and, and Misha Collins are, like, basically series regular. They are, but yeah. That's not... Well, Misha Collins ask. definitely is, right? Or was? Misha Collins is. I don't know if he still is. is yeah, he, okay. he gets... He becomes, like, the third lead. Um, yeah. And then and Jim Beaver, I don't know if... He must have become a lead at one point or another. They kind of kept him on as, like, a reoccurring guest star, except they reoccurred, like, every other episode eventually. Um, right. And He's Crowley... kind of the perfect reoccurring... I mean, justified character. Just yeah. good reoccurring. He's That's probably why he couldn't he couldn't be main cast just so he can float on other shows like Justified. Yeah, just go back and forth. And yeah. then Crowley is uh, Mark Shepard ended up from the seasons he appeared in. He I think is the most the demon character that appears the most, and he's the uh, it just in terms of like number of episodes where he's the antagonist. He is mm-hmm. like kind of the biggest bad even though he's like not the most powerful he spends the most time over the course of the show right um and he's not even always the antagonist a lot of times he's working with them right but like these episodes yeah he's he's at least kind of half on their side kind of yeah uh that's why i I just want to briefly ask dan because he knows the industry better than we do can a guest actor do they do? Do they can they command a pretty good like rate for an episode? Like if Michael J. Fox on Scrubs, is he getting paid pretty well for that? Uh, you're talking financially. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, essentially, you you get what you negotiate. So, uh, yeah. Um, I think. I, I don't know what the uh, I I don't know I don't know enough about contract structure to be able to answer that too specifically but yeah I mean like if you're a big name or a, or a bigger guest star then you'll definitely get more money because um, you you'll you'll have whatever your whatever your rate is like you kind of have basically like your baseline and you know you'll go up if you can or you'll go down if you really want to do it but if your baseline is like you know thirty grand an episode then then you'll start there, and then you might be like, well, I really want to do this, so I'll take less. Or or you might take less if they gave you more episodes, and just be like, all right, because I want to work more, then, like, you know, I'll take a little bit less money. Um, per episode, because I'm getting yeah. more overall, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, on the other end of that, Tori, besides Ackles and Padalecki, series regulars, I guess Misha Collins is one, has, have there ever and other series regular on the show? I don't, I mean, it's, it's, so it's Collins, I would think Mark Shepard, probably. I can't remember if he made it, but I mean, he, there were seasons where he was very heavy and, and then Jim Beaver. So it's, I would say Shepard's and Beaver straddled the line, uh, where they could have either just been like an incredibly frequent guest star, but they may have gotten bumped to a series regular for a season or two. I can't, I can't right. remember. <laughs> they were they're in so many episodes, <laughs> but I mean, really, other than okay, that, every okay. Here, here we go. 
Um, so this is based. This is just based off of uh, Wikipedia. So you know, who knows how accurate it is or not. But so obviously, Sam and Dean are series regulars the whole yeah. time. Uh, Katie Cassidy was for a season as Ruby. Oh, they uh, did. Okay. Lauren Cohen was also. Oh, series I forgot regular. Lauren Cohen. Then they. But she they, was she, a series regular. She was for hired as three. a se- yeah for one season. Yeah. She was the shortest run series regular yeah because she was so unpopular they killed her off but then her last episode wait she was unpopular she yeah fans didn't like her so they wrote her out but then her last episode was so good fans liked her but it was too late <laughs> <laughs> wait dude, i've uh, seen two lauren Cohen episodes fans I didn't like her. her wow and series regular doesn't necessarily mean like they can make deals where you're a regular right, right. but you're not in every episode but yeah you're not so. like like in the walking uh, dead like there's like yeah. 10 regulars, but they're yeah. still only in every third episode. Yeah. Right. Um, others, Misha Collins has yeah. been, he's been a regular twice, actually, according to this. Like, oh. they they bumped him from recurring to main in seasons five and six, and then he went back to recurring in seven and eight, and then came back to main from season nine on. Huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, people die a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Mark, Mark Shepard was a regular from nine, to, no, 10 to 12. Yep. Uh, Mark Pellegrino, who played Lucifer, was a regular for a couple years. Uh, yeah. Like Mark Shepard uh, Crowley, right? Yeah. 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 So Crowley, uh, Lucifer. And then um, Alexander Calvert. Is Calvert, a so regular. He, yeah, in just the last couple of seasons. Um, and you haven't gotten him, but he's Jack. He is Lucifer's son. So he's like half human, half archangel. Uh, okay. Um, and he's, yeah, he's a big character like right now. Um, like a, uh, kind of yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Oh, that <laughs> reminds me that the other thing that I was struck by was how not they're not the same at all, obviously, but this show kind of weirdly feels like it, it covers similar ground to Preacher. Um, mm, yeah, maybe yeah. more Preacher the comic than Preacher the show. Um, yeah. But I just thought that was... Interesting, because I don't know. True. Um, like, you're dealing yeah. with like a lot of weird stuff, and like, where's God, and trying to kill God or replace God, and also yeah. a constant road trip. Yeah, constant road trip, and and a really heavy mix of of kind of the theology of it. Um, mm-hmm. This, you know, characters complaining about God or whoever. <laughs> I mean, but what I also like is that it's all just it's it's all brothers fighting whether it's lucifer and michael or whoever mm-hmm. it's all it's all family issues everyone's right. got daddy issues everyone's got brother issues no <laughs> one can maintain a relationship with like anyone they're not related to um you know it's very it's just the same themes over and over and over again right uh sounds a lot like uh men can't be trusted in important positions guys and should be women you know running running things running things it's not a political podcast but hey i'm just, <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there you know not, I maybe it's... i'm watching i've been watching a bit of season six and whoever this uh vincent dean ackles girlfriend i don't love her and the kid i don't know i don't really like it they're great episodes i don't really care for them no and that that's she's, where it starts getting into a bit of a lull. Oh, she's got to be more <laughs> popular than Marvel. Well, probably, but, you know, it's the struggle is that 
they're very... <laughs> so in the beginning, I think that fans were... Because it was just like the hot young stud show. I think fans just didn't want them to ever settle with a woman. Oh. So there was kind of nothing that Lauren Cohen, even though she... And they also kind of like... She wasn't sympathetic enough. She mm-hmm. was very much like human, but kind of evil. Like, not evil, evil, but like yeah. she was always pulling one over on them. She was right. a con artist. Well, so, like right. She was a great character, but fans were, I think, worried that like one of them would fall for her or whatever and like just didn't like her. Then right. in the final, like her final episode the, where they like write her out, they actually like invest in her backstory and, and, you find out that she's a much more interesting character and she makes some like really hard decisions and you're like, Oh, I would have actually enjoyed seeing her. (laughs) Like if you hadn't just killed her off. Uh, and I think that happens with a lot of the women. Um, I don't know if you saw, well, I guess you did in the first episode that we watched this week. Um, season five episode what was it uh 10 10 yeah abandon all hope so that was one where ellen and joe die right right and you probably haven't if unless you've like watched a bunch of other episodes they are reoccurring characters they ran a ellen was like ran a roadhouse that they would go to for information Mm -hmm. um she was kind of like the other uh bobby in some ways like the okay. elder statesman that they would go oh, to yeah. oh, for yeah. information. Right, right. And Dean had like a weird tortured thing with her daughter, which like never panned out. Right. Um, I did like her, uh, her rejection of him. Yeah. Um, even though I was like, Oh, I mean, I, not that it's hard to tell even not knowing the back, the background, but like, Oh, you're probably going to die. Oh yeah. And uh, I know them very well, but I sense that their sacrifice was huge. It, Yeah. It was also, a, that was uh, uh, Alana Tall. Yep. Who's, uh, well, I, mean, I, I remember her from uh, uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was like a recurring on Veronica. I mean, she was in like most of the episodes, I think. Not yeah. like the main group, but kind of like the second, secondary group of kids. Yeah, there was a, she showed up on television a lot like around this time. Um, mm-hmm. Although I can't think of anything she's done in recently. Um, but yeah, so sh- they were, they showed up a lot. They were like really popular, but it was another kind of another example of those, which the show gets criticized for about like, you know, they introduce these female characters and they're around for a while and they're interesting and then they get killed off. Right. Right. And, and it is sad. Like, you know, they're not the first to die in the show. They're not the last. I would also, and, and similar to other deaths, they, periodically show up as ghosts or in <laughs> visions or, you know, you'll see them again. Um, right. But it's, it is unfortunate. And I think that what I do kind of keep coming back to when, when the show gets dinged for that specifically is that it, it also kills off a whole lot of guys. It's not like women are the only <laughs> ones who die. Right. And it's so, more just like if you're not them. If you're not the two of them. And I think yeah. that they're... The thing about the show is that it is a show about the love between two men. And if you're not those who happen to be brothers, you can choose to ignore that part. But it really is about these two guys who love each other beyond all all sorts of reason. And if you are not the two of them, you are not as important. And you can be sacrificed. Right. 
and I think that that is the through line. Like you know, it could treat women better. And then brought back. Some of them get brought back, but nobody gets brought back as much as Sam and Dean. Right. Um, So even when you know, and sometimes it's they pop up. Characters will pop up in alternate realities in. the trickster style things where that, you know, the world will, they'll get dropped into a reality that doesn't make any sense. Or there's a, you know, a time travel episode or a, you know, a dream sequence or a vision or whatever. Like, you know, there's all sorts of ways that these characters can come back that, that aren't necessarily permanent and then more permanent ways where they're like actually resurrected. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, like Cass is the, Castiel is the only one who comes close. And in some Castiel, Bobby, and um, sometimes Crowley come close, but all of them, like, they're still not Sam and Dean. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very, you know, it's a show about male love, (laughs) and there is room for that in the world. (laughs) And these these episodes really highlight that, I mean, as much as anything. I mean, as much as it's about the... This this for closing this first arc and the end game of uh, of the apocalypse and how the two of them are vessels against each other. But um, but yeah, all of their all of their everything every wrong turn they make is basically because they're trying not to have to sacrifice one or the other. Right. They and they're like they're like trying to find a way to to make it where they both survive basically. Yeah, and then what happens is, and you know, this is what you miss by not seeing some of the previous season finales is that mm-hmm. like. They have died and then sacrificed everything to resurrect. So at right. one point, Dean gets uh, sorry, Sam gets stabbed, dies. Dean makes a deal with a crossroad demon to uh, resurrect Sam, and then he only has a year on his life. So right. then he oh, yeah. goes right. So that's this. Then season three, it's all about Dean. You know, <laughs> having right. his last year, hurrah. Right? Yeah, he has right. a year. He's having his last hurrah. He gets dragged away. Uh, he gets sent to hell. And then he emerges from hell, but the whole time Sam has been trying to find a way to free him and going nuts trying to do it. Uh, and then he, and then that's when Castiel actually was the one who pulled him out. But there are multiple, there's a, like a late, it happens over and over. There's a late stage episode, I forget if it's like season nine or ten or something, where Sam gets shot, I think. And Dean thinks he's dead. There's like a werewolf hunt. And so Dean <laughs> goes and basically, I think, tries to commit suicide to, to put himself into enough, like close enough to death that he can talk to a reaper and try oh to get God. the reaper to bring <laughs> Sam back. I mean, but they do this like this isn't just like a one off. They do it over and over and over right. again. <laughs> and I mean. it's just... And, and it's absurd, and they're always causing whatever they they whatever deals they strike or whatever they do in their pursuit to save the other one makes the problems that the two of them face even bigger. Mm-hmm. And so half the time, like season to season, none of this would have happened if either one of them could have just like let go. Right. <laughs> in the grand scheme, I haven't seen that many episodes, but there are a lot of souls are sold. Yeah, that's a big part of the show. It's like selling souls. They sell souls to Satan, but they also sell souls to angels. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
And if you make a deal with Mark Shepard, he makes you make out with him. Well, so all the demons are supposed to, the, oh, the right. deals are supposed to be sealed with a kiss. And But up oh, until okay. that point in the show, you'd only really seen, like, women. Because, of course, it's a demon inhabiting a body. So it doesn't really, right. the sex of the demon doesn't really matter. They right. would often, if they were dealing with men, they would just choose a, a female form. But then, you know, he was the king of the Crossroads demons. And he shows up and he's like, no, you have to kiss me. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, just, I did. I did enjoy the the making a slight joke out of that, and then also the. Uh, I think it was in the second episode we watched, uh, two minutes to midnight, the five twenty one, uh, where uh, he took a selfie <laughs> of himself kissing uh, Jim Beaver. Jim Beaver, yeah. <laughs> oh, that and that's part of it. You know, Jim Beaver also you know made a deal with a right. demon, and and right. John Winchester made a deal with a demon to save Dean, you know, like it right. happens. All the, the show time. needs like a contract lawyer for, you know, on standby at all times. Are you saying that they need a Seth? <laughs> Basically. A love spackle. A love lesson. spackle. The show definitely needs more love spackle. Um, uh, so since we watched these three episodes, I, Dan, what did you think of the sort of pseudo finale? Um, so it's interesting because I, I enjoyed it. I was. This was the first time in our in our watch over the past three weeks where I felt like, oh, I really wish I had actually watched more. Yeah. Um, only only because like it, it's not that it didn't make sense. It's just yeah. that I could feel that I would be more emotionally invested if I had seen more. Uh, like you know, more of them sacrificing for e- themselves for yeah. each other or whatever, dying and then coming back and all of that. Um, like as as crazy as it sounds to describe in the abstract, I can understand how like if that's been building up for f- for five seasons and then this is the end game, then like I would be much more like like uh, rot by the by the end they come to. Um, yeah. Well, especially because uh, the last episode has that whole you know. Chuck Shirley as a writer, like reading, right. uh, talking about the series from the point of view of the car and stuff like right. that. Like it's very much playing on your nostalgia right. for the show itself, and like and they have like that that like sixty second montage of just like uh, clips of them over the five years. Oh, before Sam jumps into the yeah yeah, yeah pit. And, you know, some of them I had seen, but most of them I hadn't. So I was like, oh, I, I understand the emotional function this is serving, but uh, because I haven't seen, you know, enough of these, it's not quite... Like, I think it was effective, but it, it's not their fault. It was my no. fault. Yeah. You did um, not have five years of investment. I didn't have five years of investment. Um, yeah. I did like that Chicago Deep Dish uh, saved the city <laughs> uh, in, the, in the second episode we watched, that that was basically why death... Uh, <laughs> Death said, yeah, this is fine. Like, I mean, also, you know, I don't want to work for Lucifer, but, you know, Chicago can stay. Pizza's good. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was bummed that Matt Frewer was only in, I oh. looked it up, and he's only in two episodes. Like, he's barely in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they he's, bring him Like, in. I love him as an actor, but he turned out to be, I mean, I know he's one of the four horsemen, but he turns out to not be a huge uh, obstacle, I guess. Yeah, presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the four horsemen were kind of... <sighs> I forgot how rushed that sort of happened in, you know, so we watched season five, episode 10, which was the one where Crowley is introduced. Right. Um, and then, Oh, that's his first episode. Oh yeah. yeah I didn't catch that. Oh yeah. Okay. That was, uh, I kind of like cheated because, but that's where, you know, like they get the cult and they, you know, yeah. 
that's his first episode, and they go and confront Lucifer. And then that doesn't work out, and him opening, uh, he summons, like, the horseman. Right. And so you're really looking at the back half of the season is them chasing and trying to figure it all out. So, like, there's a lot of episodes in between, but, yeah, like, they don't, you know, we didn't watch the episodes where he defeat, where they defeat famine and, and war, and I think war was Titus Welliver. Um, oh. Oh, That's yeah. the, yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, that's done in, like, an episode or two, and then it's, right. you know. Uh, yeah, I, the end game, especially considering it's, like, everything was kind of building up to that season, it was kind of interesting that the four horsemen, because they're, they aren't actually, they just have to get the rings, which are just a doodad, to help them open this cage. <laughs> like, right, so it's like they're not, you, you, you want them to be weighty and be important, but ultimately... They're only important for the rings. Right, exactly. And, the, and like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like, right. you know. But, but I also, I, I like that it all, I think the, the fighting with the previous three horsemen is what makes the payoff with death so interesting, where it's like, you know, no, they just have a conversation, and he just right. gives it. Right. And it's, you know, I like, and death comes back. Death is a great character. Mm-hmm. Because um, they figure out how to how to repeat that summoning that Lucifer did, and they'll just summon him whenever they like again want to <laughs> resurrect someone or whatever, right. and yeah. I um, I think it's interesting having not invested five years into it. You can sort of view the finale a little more objectively because you're not like being swayed by your emotions for five years yeah. and I, I, I it made me like the standalone episodes more I didn't think it was a great way to wrap up five years it was just it felt very uh, generic yeah the, you know four, four horsemen and then the whole sort of Sam and and getting inside Lucifer and then having a conversation in the mirror. It all felt very... Um, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and, and I'm not a big fan of Sam. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's but going on with me, but I fall in love with Dean. And But Dustin, the, the greatest conflict is within yourself. You it, is, yeah. it is, it's it like, really it's is. It's like The Last Jedi, where you have to <laughs> you have to look in the mirror and, you know, who who am I? And you see the... The versions of yourself and well, the uh, thing is, if I looked in the mirror and I saw podcast. Dean, I would have a lot more pause. <laughs> oh, but, but here's I the thing: Sam. that all comes back because by season fourteen, I think, oh my god, Dean <laughs> has uh, become the vessel for the <laughs> apocalypse world version of Michael. Like he finally agrees to be a vessel, and so it's Michael oh, talking to Dean in a mirror. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so good. <laughs> so all of these things continue to pay off. You know, that wasn't the intention at the time. I have to say, my, I, I, I hadn't seen this since I originally binged, so I knew that this was really important, but I would agree. You know, like, I can't tell if it landed weirdly because at that point they knew the show was going on, so there wasn't as much pressure on this finale, even though mm -hmm. it's literally, like, the apocalypse. Right. Uh, or what... 
one element I did like was that they really stuck to the fact that Adam is like the replacement Dean. Right. And so you have to like, they go through with the confrontation between Michael and Lucifer and it's between Sam and not Dean. Right. And there was something visually about that that I just really enjoyed. Like the show is so true to its DNA. It can't have those two brothers like fight to that level. Mm Mm-hmm. In, in that, and then Dean puts in the cassette tape before driving his car for no reason, like into the middle of the argument. Like, I just right. love that he like pauses outside of the cemetery, puts the cassette in, does the hero <laughs> drive, and then gets out of the car and the song. Like, there was no reason to put that tape in. Right. Um, but there's something about, um, I, I don't know, the, the, the other thing that I would say that I appreciated about it was that. The show is the, the the and this is kind of a larger thing that I'm discovering as I watch the show is that the they do a lot with a little by by which I mean like you know not that they don't have you know they they clearly don't have like a gigantic budget right right so there's so much more work being done in just like two person scenes just like with basically often Sam and Dean arguing yeah awkward um, close ups. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it, but it it's it's done in a way that is uh, it's compelling and, and impressive, and so so it kind of makes sense to me almost that like that so much of the finale, like you'd think apocalypse, oh it's gonna be this giant uh, VFX piece, right? And there's gonna be a ton of effects, and not that there aren't, but you know, but like it's gonna be like a giant war or whatever. But it's like no, it's it's mostly them talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's still and like. Or, or a lot of uh, Sam talking to himself in the mirror, um, and I, I don't know. There's something I, I I'm I'm coming to appreciate that a lot more, um, more than I would have expected, I guess. Um, yeah, how much of it they they turn that into a joke actually. Um, <laughs> even just the fa- so the fact that like most of the episodes end with the boys talking um, outside of their car, uh-huh. uh, at and so it's called I think. They call it the BM scene, which <laughs> is, it's a, comes, well, well, so that's the whole joke. Everyone's like, why is it called that? Um, but it is, uh, they bring it up in an episode that we're going to watch, I think in our last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the one where the, they have a bunch of schoolgirls put on a play of Supernatural. Um, and so they <laughs> they break down the story. Right. Th- as fans would. Uh, and so it means boy, BM stands for boy melodrama. <laughs> and so it's always the episode ends with a boy melodrama scene, which usually the BM scene with the car. Right, <laughs> and, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it is a very emotional show in its own weird way. When right. it's, because it always has to just come down to the two of them talking. And like, right. You can tell between seasons that sometimes they have a little bit more action, like stunt coordinate, uh, coordination or like better choreographed action, but it usually mm-hmm. only lasts for an episode or two and then they're back to like not great <laughs> fight scenes or, right. you know, the angels, their wings are shadows. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not doing elaborate costumes. They're not doing, it's, it is a lot of people talking for a show about monsters. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I didn't, I, coming into it, I didn't expect that. And it, it's, but it's made me more, um, 
I don't know. I, I just appreciate that fundamentally this is really just a family melodrama that just happens to be about, uh, you know, monster See? hunters. Yeah. Demon hunters. Yeah, the stakes are high, sort of. And they yeah. usually are the ones causing their own problems, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so where do you think, you know, you've, you've basically seen the end of the world and it didn't happen. <laughs> um, like, would you want to, con- to continue watching the show and see where it goes? Or are you just kind of like, because I think a big question at, at this point for people who were watching the show when it aired was like, where, what is there left to do? Okay, and did I you have, ever think of that when you were watching it? I, uh, two things. One, I am. I just continued watching it. <laughs> going. Kind of so, going. yes. And you got Justin. to the boring stuff where Dean has a family. <laughs> yes, but also Corin Nimick is in it, Dan. And you remember Corin Nimick. Who doesn't remember Corin Nimick? Uh, Parker. I know the name. Parker. Oh, Parker Lewis. Yes, Parker Lewis. Can't or lose. replacement dude on Star Trek. Or Star uh, Stargate SG One. I did not know that. I just know. I haven't Parker Lewis. watched a Stargate. Oh my god! I know. But also Mitch. There's so many of them, and I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, Mitch Pileggi. Yeah, yeah. I like. Oh. Yeah, I, so I like that side of it. Um, so you like seeing actors that you've seen in other things <laughs> pop up? No, no, no. So. <laughs> After the apocalypse, uh, Sam has a whole different like group of people that he works with, which is Parker Lewis right. and Mitch Pileggi. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay, wait. I watched like the first like a like the first act of season six, episode one, just because it rolled through. Uh-huh. Uh, was the the guy in the bar? Was that Corin Nemec? Nemec? No, not him. Right? Was that him? I don't remember who was in the bar. You he would, has a buddy no, no. who's like who's like. You would recognize life, Parker so... Lewis. He still oh, looks okay. like Parker Lewis, only like a badass Parker. Lewis. Okay, but then no, it wasn't for sure. I wonder if before they got renewed, did you think they planned to kill off Sam to make that permanent? Because he just shows up in the last second of the finale. I would not expect it only because of contracts. Yeah. I wouldn't expect it because it's, they've already established that people can come back from the dead. So if the show is continuing <laughs> past that season, there's literally no reason to, to continue it without Sam. Right. No, um, no, but I mean, if, if it were going to end in season five, do you think he had planned to kill him off? Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't know. I mean, that's speculation, but I would imagine that either one or, one or both of them. I, you know, I think... I mean, assuming that it ended in season five, would we? If have it that ended final in season five, I think where that Sam's looking in the window. I think what would have been interesting. I, I'm curious if if it had truly ended in season five. Uh, I can't. I can see an ending where Sam goes into the pit and Dean survives and and just kind of does that wistful like I get you know I'm unhappy but I guess I'll move mm-hmm. on with my life thing and like that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I almost wonder if it would have, if they wouldn't have done the Adam thing and if they would have actually had Dean become Michael so that you could actually have the face off and both of them go into the pit. Oh. Uh, or, because I just, I don't know. It would be very sad for the whole show to end with only one brother still 
kicking it on Earth. <laughs> but that could also be the point. Like, they had yeah. to learn to let go. Right. Uh, what I think, what that makes me wonder now is, is I'm very curious about where the show lands ten seasons past season five. Right. At the, what will be the actual ending. Actual ending of the show. Do you think that Kripke has much involvement here at all? I don't get that impression. He's running the boys. He's had other right. shows. Um, I think he wants to like have a say in how the show ends. I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, think, I feel like that's a question for Dan. I mean, you know, if you're a show creator but who is no longer the show runner, like, how mm-hmm. much do you still phone in? <laughs> like, I know you're you're still getting. You know, your name is on the credits. You're right. obviously getting residual. You're getting checks for it, but right. Day to day involvement. If you're running other shows. My guess is the day-to-day involvement is very minimal. Yeah. Um, you might, for a, for a finale, well, it, okay, so here's a question, because I don't know the answer to this. Is he still a producer on it, or is he just still created by? Because oh. if he's a producer on it, then he's that still... doesn't mean that he's working on it, but that means, like, you know, he is technically, uh, you know, at least providing the illusion of being, you know, and someone providing oversight. Um, that is a but, very good question. Uh, I know he definitely has obviously the created by. I'm not sure if he's right. still listed as a producer. But my my guess is that he is probably too busy with other things. Yeah. That was my my impression was he's probably not. You know, he may have like given his blessing toward whatever they thought the the ending would be. But I don't get the sense that he is mm-hmm. really involved or like shaping this this end game um let me see listed as a producer uh, i think it's very no he was he's off he's an executive consultant 2011 through 2018 and he's listed okay. as executive producer 2005 to 2014 so he hmm. has not technically been a I, I think he's probably not. He's, yeah, just completely out of the loop. Yeah. Um. I find it amusing that this world has merged with Seth Rogen's world and the boys. It's very, uh, I don't know, a, a weird fit, but it works. Yeah. Partic- particularly if they bring over Jeffrey Dean Morgan, too, and then it's like, it's like Supernaturals, the boys. <laughs> and I would watch that. Like, I want... and I yeah, like me too. They talk about how much they're going to have Jensen Ackles swearing, and, like, after watching Ghost Facers, I'm like, I would like to see that unbleaked. <laughs> like, let the poor it's man swear. Funny, too, that Ackles, looking at him, besides Supernatural, I mean, he really hasn't done anything. I mean, Supernatural is 15 years, but... <laughs> He's been a little busy. Yeah. They did... <laughs> My Bloody Valentine, but they never... I mean, why, that was a successful-ish film. Yeah, never... the reboot. But it's funny, I mean, Pat Leckie He was on Smallville more... for a season. He was on sure. Dawson's Creek. He's well, been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Why didn't they make more movies? And no, But since, like, 2010, which is 10 years, he hasn't done anything. I think he had except... kids and just kind of... busy. Yeah. I think between, you know, doing a show that was going to be run into the ground and, and having a family, you know, it was like, why, why keep doing horror movies? Yeah. Because that's the thing, like, Pat Leckie did them. a couple. He was in the, I think he was in the Friday the 13th reboot, and he did House of Wax. 
Um, he did more movies, but I think he's a little bit younger. I get the feeling that that Ackles got this job and you know did a did some movies the first few years and then just kind of was like, eh, <laughs> like I'm gonna be getting <laughs> like residuals checks for this show forever. Like I'm fine. <laughs> well, and he's gotten to direct, so yeah. he's, he's expand. He spread his wings that way. You it's know, a, it's the same with the Walking Dead people. They don't really do anything else either anymore. Yeah, like it's I think if you cushy. work, if you work a yeah, but like if you work a a full network season, that's a that's a long time. That's plenty, yeah. I guess. That's, oh, I you're pretty tired. He did Dawson's Creek for a season. Yeah. Dark Angel. Yeah. Way back in Dustin, the day. Dustin, why are you why are you denigrating? Look, he's busy. He he wants to. No, spend no, his I just, off season in Austin look, with his family. I'm just saying I would have enjoyed seeing because I love my bloody Valentine and I probably would have maybe checked out Supernatural earlier if I'd seen more Vincent Ackles movies. Because I love that guy. Did you see did you did you see it in three D, like in the theater? I did. I absolutely it was fucking did. So yeah. good. It was so good. It was the one of the pickaxe my... through the eye, like the first thing and you're like Ugh. Seriously, one of my favorite horror movie go movie going experiences ever. Yeah. I just loved it. I saw I that Valentine's Day uh, when it came out I went with a friend of mine. We went to the 10 p.m. showing. Uh, you know, went out for, like, dinner and drinks first and had, like, a ladies date to this, like, awful horror movie in, in 3D. And it was great. It was so bloody and so gross. But in our theater, which was, like, you know, not packed, uh, in the same row as us was this couple that came with their five-year-old child. Oh, no. Come on. And so we don't even get through the the previews and the kid is crying and upset yeah. and, and I'm like of course we're about to watch a horror movie it's way past this kid's bedtime and I can understand like there's no judgment like I get you probably wanted to have a date night you don't have you can judge well it was New York City babysitters can be expensive whatever I wanted to be like no. can I just <laughs> give you guys a metro card and just just put the kid to bed like this kid is so unhappy <laughs> um, I went saw um Final Destination in Philly once, and they had like a maybe a five or six year old, and that's like insane. But I saw a lot of midnight movies in the aughts and early tens, where there were dads with those like babies, and that was fine, like a baby and a uh, whatever a carrier. Yeah, and they're just like I got to get out of the house, and I want to watch a movie. And the baby sleeping, that is totally fine. But when you bring a five, six-year-old to, like, an R-rated R movie, that's not okay. At, like, 10 o'clock at night or whatever. And this was, right. yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, it was My Bloody Valentine in 3D. Like, the first thing you see is a pickaxe through a skull with an eyeball that looks like it's <laughs> dripping into your lap. I'm assuming the kid didn't have 3D glasses on. <laughs> but, like, it was, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> So that was a little bit distracting, but eventually I was able to get over it and focus on the movie, and it was delightful. Oh, so good. <laughs> so Wait, nice. did they, they stay there the whole time? Yes. Oh. I think the kid eventually just fell asleep. It was past its bedtime. <laughs> its bedtime. <laughs> I don't remember. If, I was trying not to be, like, you right. know, I, I guess. staring, because re- it's really hard to stare <laughs> at people without it being judgmental. Right. Um, and I was a little tipsy, so I was like, <laughs> I'm the last person to judge. But, but sometimes it is okay to judge. But you don't want to be caught judging. Hmm. 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 
I think as a parent, I'm allowed to judge. Oh, I see how it is. And I feel like... When you have kids, it's okay. That's right. I feel like a 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. movie where the kid's going to fall asleep, fine. A two, anything earlier than that where the kid's going to be awake watching a horror film, not okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, the kid settled down after it realized it wasn't going to get to leave. <laughs> no choice but to fall asleep. That uh, kid's going to have nightmares. You know, the first movie I remember is um, The Last American Virgin. Oh, God, I think you've told us about that. Like, what? <laughs> and, and that, How that, old were I mean, you? Eight? Maybe. Huh. I and remember it was a heartbreaking ending because, like, he paid for the abortion and then she ditched him for the other guy. And then <sighs> the credits rolled and they played the Michael McDonald song. I did my best, <laughs> but I guess my best wasn't good. Uh, that's why he told the story. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, this, this is very specifically not a movie podcast, but. Uh, uh, I, I remember uh, seeing uh, Transformers the movie as a youth and in the theater and being very traumatized when I saw all the Autobots die in like the first 20 minutes. And I'm like, what is happening? This is not the cartoon that I've watched on TV. Um, there were Autobots and Transformers? I thought they were separate. I don't know anything about this whole thing. There are Autobots and there are Decepticons, Decepticons. Dustin. Sorry. And you can tell the Decepticons are the bad guys because it has Decept right in the right in their name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Autobots are all cars because, again, in Auto. their name. Except there are a couple that aren't, but that's okay. Don't worry about that. Um, I, anyway, I did a bunch my of them best. Are, and, oh my it's, and it's real disturbing. And Orson Welles is amazing. But at the end of Transformers, did they say, I did my best. Oh, my God. But I bet my best wasn't good enough. They don't. But there is a there is a, a key weird Al Yankovic song halfway oh, wow. through. Wow. What? Yeah. I do not. Uh, my son, who is 13, is obsessed with Weird Al. Still, oh. it's amazing. 50 years old, and the guy is crossed like generations. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And I feel like we keep cutting Tori off, so I'm sorry. No, Tori, what no, no, no. I like. No, I was just going to say there's a. Did you guys watch the. Um, the the season long recap at the start of the season finale because if we're gonna talk about awkward song, songs um, that everyone sings, so oh they, yeah, so they Wait, what song was it? So it should have been uh, I think "Carry On My Wayward Son." Yes, right. Yes, that's right. Uh, Kansas. So they play that song before I think every season finale. I think the only season they didn't do it. Oh. It was like. In season one, they did it before the penultimate episode. But that becomes like a running thing is that, like, if you're just binging the show and that song comes on, you know you're on the season finale. Um, and yeah, I mean, fans just like sing it. <laughs> I included it in the playlist at my wedding just so that when it came on, me and my friend could just look at each other and yell, like, it's the season finale. And like, that was it. Like, no one knew what we were talking about. Oh my God, Tori, you watched this with friends. <laughs> you had huh? other friends who watched this with you. Oh, yeah. That's kind of amazing. It's like me with Felicity. Only four seasons instead of 15. Yeah. No, I, yeah, Imagine. we, 
I had years of watching this with friends and we would like talk about it. And it was like, you know, like lost those last couple seasons where they ever, like everyone talked about it. Oh yeah. It was like that for my friends, except we all caught the show well into its run and we didn't know how long it was going to go. And so we were binging it together and then watching it weekly and then just like talking about it all the time. Did you all shit on Sam? God, he's the worst. He's kind of, he's a little Julie-ish. Well, there are times where he's not as bad. I feel like <laughs> it's just Dean is so much better. So and much better. He's so much better. But yeah, I can't believe the, he's going to be Texas Walker Ranger. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't care about Texas Walker Ranger, and I will never Walker, watch that. Walker, Texas Ranger, first I know, of all. You Whatever. I did my best, <laughs> oh my but God. I guess my best. Oh my god! And they're just calling it Walker. Like I feel like yeah. they're trying oh, to divorce god. themselves from everything that makes Walker Texas Ranger. Well, I guess like all of the Chuck Norris of it. Has he got to grow a beard at least? I don't god. know. I hope he wears a hat. I'm sure he's gonna wear a hat. He's gonna have to, right? Is he yeah. gonna? Is he gonna like kick people? Uh, is that what Chuck Norris did? Not. Really? If I remember it, I don't remember the, the original show that well. Um, I don't think I ever watched it. He must have kicked some people, but I don't think this one has that element. I think it's more of a... Drama. I think it's more of a family drama, actually. <laughs> Are you sure it's not No, I mean, I mean compared, to, compared to the original one. Yeah. I think so, too. I think um, it's a boys' melodrama. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, well, he does have a, an ex-wife, I believe, in this one. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway. You guys haven't even uh, seen the stuff where he gets all addicted to demon blood and is lying, and then Dean's all disappointed in him, and it's just so annoying. <laughs> oh, is it like a, is it like a very special episode-y kind of It's like a vibe? whole season, and it's a big deal. Although, oh, what season like, is that so I can avoid it? Oh, it's in, it's, oh. So Dean what gets dragged, Dean gets dragged to hell. End of se- no, no, no. I think it's season four. He's like, wow sleeping around with a demon and sucking her blood to improve his powers and lying to... This is one of the many, like, they lie to each other when they definitely shouldn't be keeping information in oh, from right. each other, and that just keeps Oh, is that happening. when it's his, his uh, wife or future wife or... Right. Yeah. Is the... I mean, is that demon? Is that... Yeah. Ruby. Oh, okay. Uh, so that happens, but then... Yeah, so there's... So he, like, starts going a little... What I prefer to that one is where you guys are going with season six. So he comes back, and the reason he's acting all weird... I think you find out that, like, his body is there, but he doesn't have... He's soulless. Uh, so it's, like, Sam for a while without a soul, and he's... Oh. Like, Dean with... So it's, like, Dean suddenly has a family, and he, like, is, you know, settling down. And meanwhile, Sam has no soul. And Sam is so much that. more interesting with, with us soul. <laughs> I like, agree with that. I, yeah. I like Sam a little better right now. Right. And you kind of <laughs> dislike Dean a little bit because like the whole, like they just, they're much more interesting when they're unhappy. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they give him his soul back and then he goes crazy and it's like, oh, I liked you better when you were just uncomplicated and kind of evil. <laughs> um. So yeah, so next week we will go into the God stuff. So you'll find right. out about the guy who was doing the narration on the season five finale. Um, yep. So we're going to have to rewind a little bit to watch uh, his first episode. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we are skipping around. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll go back to season four, episode 18, which is the monster at the end of this book. 
Um, and then I'm throwing in a random Monster of the Week episode in the middle because it's sort of God, God-ish themed. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to go to season 11, episode 20, Don't Call Me Shirley. Right. Oh, so. all the way to season 11. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we're going to be pushing more toward the later show stuff. Right, this makes sense because of, I'm assuming, because of the way it, it'll build towards the end game. Exactly. The actual, the actual game, show. and yeah. has to do with game. Uh, with God. With God. Plus, we get to see yeah. how Dean is aged. Exactly. Fine wine. Oh, he looks so good. <gasps> fine. Um, Dustin has has complete, finished his fine wine. The Pinot Blanc has drained. Did it get easier? Did it go down uh, easier? You know, than it always drank? does. You know, halfway through, it's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> you on your I second bottle? I did my best. Oh, my God. All right. I feel uh, like uh, if we don't get to we're the, get game to the game now. Oh, okay. game. <clears throat> so, uh, our game tonight is the Untitled Supernatural Deaths Game. Oh. So, I have created a list of various ways that... Uh, and I, I've chosen only uh, Sam, Dean, Castiel, or Bobby, since those are characters that you've actually watched. <laughs> Um, I am going to list ways that they have died, and you have to tell me who it is that died that way. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just going to do it to best of three, just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for some of the some of them, there are multiple correct answers because <laughs> <laughs> the show repeats itself. So are we doing? Are we doing? Uh, are you going to call us? Or are we doing chaos? No chaos. Okay, cool. Just yell. So yeah, Bobby. Uh, Castiel, Sam, or Dean. <clears throat> so, stabbed in the chest. Castiel. Sam. Uh, all right, Dan gets it. Yes. What? It was Castiel and also that felt like a, Dean. Yeah, demon agent thing. <laughs> and Dean. Right. And Dean, but yeah, not Sam. Now, stabbed in the back. <laughs> oh, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Wait, was that an actual question? Or? Yeah, stabbed in the back. Oh, oh. Sam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to split that one up. <clears throat> okay. Exploded at a molecular level. Castiel. Uh, yeah, I mean, Castiel is the one that I remember seeing. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it to you both because technically that happens to him twice. Oh, oh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Shot dead. Bobby. Dean. Both of you are correct. And also Sam. <laughs> this is an easy them. game. Oh, yeah. All no, because right. they all die. All right. So well, we're uh, tied 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> we're going to keep going then. All right. You want to, I mean, you sure. both yeah, yeah. I do have a tiebreaker, but it's, I don't, I realized after I created it that you wouldn't be able to win. So I'm going to keep going and we'll just see where it ends up. All right. Right. Technically, you both tied. Uh, all right, so neck snapped. Bobby. Dan. Castiel. Now it was Bobby, and we saw it in the episode. Yeah, I, I remember right. seeing that. Yeah. Um, turned in, well, no, hold on, I'm going to wait on that one. Drug <laughs> overdose. Sam. Dean? Dean is correct. What? You just told us that there was a whole season where Sam Sam he didn't die by demon juice. He didn't (laughs) die by it. God damn it. This is where Dean keeps overdosing on drugs to try and almost die to meet a reaper. Oh. He does it like multiple times. Uh, So, struck by lightning. 
Dean. Castiel. Uh, both of you are wrong. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So mauled by golden retriever. Castiel. <laughs> it is Dean. All right. Mauled by golden. Oh, wait. Was that in the? Was that in the the uh, season three mystery episode? spot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot about that. Now mauled by hellhounds. Oh. Oh wait. Well, that wasn't in the one that we saw. We did so. see a hellhound episode. Yeah, but neither of them died. Uh, I'll say Bobby. Castiel. Both of you are wrong. It was also Dean. Oh. He. Yeah. Uh, the sad fact is that Dean dies far more often than anyone else. <laughs> well, he did die like a hundred times in, in right. uh, Mystery Spot. Um, I really try. I had to like stop waiting it toward that. Cause I was <laughs> like, I could put it because yeah, it was like taco poisoning Dean, sausage right. choking Dean. <laughs> like, um, all right. So right now, Dan, you have five. Dustin has four. Come on, cheating. How is that cheating? Okay. I have no uh, idea. How about imploded? Bobby. Dean. Castiel. God damn it. He exploded and imploded. Wow. Uh, he gets filled with the leviathans, and then he sort of, like, dissolves into a lake or something as they, like, spread out. But he, yeah, it's weird. It happens. It happens. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, suffocation by lung removal. Sam. Huh. Yes, Sam. All right, you guys are tied. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so now I'm going to go with... All right, here is the tiebreaker. Impaled by pipe. Dean. Sam and Dean. Just Sam, but I will give it to Dustin. Ah. There's also a couple of trick questions that I didn't give you because I don't really know if they count as... They're not quite dying, but um, who was turned into a vampire? Oh. Ah. Bobby? Uh, I feel like I that saw feels that. feels like a Sam or Dean thing. It, I'll say Sam. It's, it was Dean. He was cured. Uh, and then who was turned into a demon? Sam. No, it was Dean. <laughs> that so all the bad stuff happens to Dean. Every, everything happens to Dean. It's really kind of sad. I feel bad for him. Um, so, all right. So Dustin won. I'm going to give Damn you... right. So then, do you want to hear the tiebreaker I had come up with before I realized that you would not have the information to answer it? Yes. <laughs> so, Unless it's going to spoil something for, like, future episodes. Um, not anything that I think matters. Okay. Uh, so basically, since I was question, I was giving you trivia about ways that characters die. Uh, I wanted to ask you, where can you go when you die in the world of supernatural? Oh. There are five, as by my count, five possible places that you can end up when you die. Oh, and we just have to. Yeah. Can name you can you things? name any of them? I mean, hell. Yes. Heaven. Yes. Purgatory. Yes. Cincinnati. Sort of. No. <laughs> this is where it gets trickier. Um, so in the world of the show, uh, we've seen... Stafford, Kansas. Also happens. Uh, no, Earth. You can stick around Earth because oh, you right. can Ghost. refuse to leave. So yeah. ghosts. 
And then there's a... So, with the way the show structures it, heaven and hell are for human souls. Purgatory is monsters who die. So, like, vampires, werewolves, whatever. Like, that's where they die. They they Mm. go. And then there is a special afterlife called the empty, which you haven't seen yet, but that is for um, angels and demons when they die. So technically the, the empty exists, pre-exists God and it becomes a part. Uh, But I like the fact that based on like, I feel like depending on when they were to die, um, Sam and Dean either have gone to all of these places or would be candidates for going to all of these places. Because <laughs> they've all been possessed by demons or angels or, you know, been turned into monsters or, you know, refused right. to leave Earth. <laughs> have um, Sam or Dean ever had a funeral? Uh, I don't think it happens on camera, but I believe that... They, I think there is something, they do some sort of celebration for, um, for Dean. Well, yeah, Dean, because Dean, when he gets out of hell, when he's dragged into hell by the hellhounds, and then when Castiel brings him up, but he doesn't know who's brought him up, I think he crawls out of his own grave. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) And it becomes a whole thing because hunters typically, um, a hunter burial is not a burial. You burn the body. So there's a lot of, like, as the show goes on, as characters die, they build these pyres and and burn their their loved ones. Um, And it's specifically because that way the soul won't be lingering and, you know, whatever. Uh, But Sam and Dean can never bring themselves to do that to each other because there's always the possibility that one of them will get resurrected and they want the body around. (laughs) <laughs> so if that happens they have a place to go so yeah they never seem to burn each other um, and what I like is I know I ta- I mentioned it a couple times but Castiel he keeps getting exploded and, and imploded because he's an angel he should be very hard to kill so it's always right. something bigger than him that, that kills him so at one point God makes an offhanded comment that he's rebuilt Castiel like more times than he can count because it's always like Castiel dies and then it like shows up maybe the next episode or like a couple scenes scenes later just fine and it's like yeah right. god resurrected me like you don't even know who god is at that point but it's just like he just keeps and it like turns into a thing where all the other angels get upset with him because <laughs> God has brought him back so many times and has done nothing for any of the other angels. Right. Well, and they, they touched on that in one of the episodes we actually saw with the, the finale, uh, Swan Song, because he exploded and then just comes back and also has power, like, is allowed to bring back uh, uh, Bobby. Right. Yeah, he so. gets, like, a level up. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, people, they, I joke about how they're always dying and coming back, but they really are. They really, really are. They really are. And there's so much more to come. <laughs> I do like that the other angels would get upset that Castiel is getting preferential treatment. Um, yeah. I forget what, but they, they bring it up. They, like, throw it in his face at some point. Because <laughs> this is so, where the show goes. So, you know, you've just had this apocalypse that all of heaven and hell have been leading toward because it, this is God's plan, right? Um, right. for Michael and, and Lucifer to duke it out. And then that gets thwarted. Michael and Lucifer end up in this cage along with Adam and, and Sam. 
So the question, so now the forces of heaven and hell don't know what to do with themselves. So you end up dealing with like several seasons of these really kind of annoying, um, they're, they're, they're sporadically interesting, but it, it's just kind of like random civil wars in heaven where it's like the angels are just mad at each other. Because at first mm. they're like, we need to free Lucifer and Michael and like get the apocalypse to happen again. And then like that doesn't happen. And then it's the angels like fighting with each other for power and all this stuff. And right. the same thing's happening in hell. And so it's like Sam and Dean having to pick sides uh-huh. based on like, but they, they think that everyone, all the demons and angels are all dicks. So they're kind of annoyed that they keep getting dragged into it. <laughs> right. Um, and then eventually they settle into like a, a more interesting like challenge. <laughs> but this goes on for like seasons just like more civil war in heaven Castiel has to go fight <laughs> if you had to pick a favorite season what would it be ooh uh, I'm partial to the early ones like I really I, I do like season 3 quite a bit um, mm-hmm. although now that I, like I'm watching it I really love season uh Season 15. And then I would also... Yeah. I really like season 15. Um, But there's... The problem is it's never the whole season that I love. There's just character... Like, outstanding characters and outstanding episodes that I remember. Right. And a lot of them... I know I'm giving you plot stuff just because it's like... I feel like I need to give you some basis for the show. But a lot of... So many of the episodes that you remember are things like Changing Channels or Monster of the Week episodes. Like, they're all standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish, in some ways, I wish I'd actually just, like, skipped all the apocalypse stuff and just given you, like, here's the one where Felicia Day is LARPing. And, like, here's right. the... Yeah, we haven't seen Felicia Day yet. I she love has, her. She's wonderful. Um, I can tell you some of the storyline, like, the, the, Leviath- the Leviathans thing gets a little annoying, and they do this whole, there's a whole season where they're fighting the <laughs> British men of letters, which will make no sense to you, but it's just, like, really annoying humans. For reasons that, like, I can't even remember. British Men of Letters? Yeah, so there's an organization called the Men of Letters, and then there's the British arm of that organization, and they're assholes. Hmm. And they spend entirely too much time fighting them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, But they get a sweet bunker out of it, so it's fine. Um... And, like, I love all the stuff, whatever season, I don't, there's a bunch of stuff with, like, angel and demon tablets, and that got boring, but I really love when they introduce the next prophet, uh, who is Kevin Tran, and the stuff with him and his mother are delightful. (laughs) And then, yeah, seasons, like, 8, 9, 10, 11, like, when, when they get more of the Crowley, Crowley, like, every week, and some of the, like, Dean and Crowley episodes, I really enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. There's one where they make him, they feed him human blood. So instead of Sam drinking demon blood to get powers, they feed Crowley human blood to give him emotions. And he starts like crying and feeling guilty. And it's amazing. (laughs) That does sound good. Also, just, I didn't, I don't think I've said it yet, but I love it every time Mark Shepard just shows up on TV. I'm like, oh, I kind of. Not that he's typecast, but, like, I, I kind of get, like, I get the vibe right away. I'm like, I, I, you're going to be, whether you're good or bad, like, you're going to be a little bit of a dick. Yeah. I'm going to like you anyway. Uh, and uh, it'll be fun. just smarmy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when he was on Firefly. Yep. Like, 
he's, he's always not, basically he, Badger. Yeah, he's he's not a bad guy. He's just Badger. He's just that's his business, and like he's running a business. And he showed up in like a Doctor Who episode. Oh yeah, what, what episode was oh, that? Oh god, it was one of the Matt Smith ones, and I think it's it's like they're back in the sixties. I want to say. Cause there's wait no but he's this oh it was the it was the astronaut story the astronaut yeah yeah but he was a wasn't he a CIA but yeah he plays he was American <laughs> he right? was him in played that? American in yeah, it yeah <laughs> that's right um, yeah that was a little weird it um, was very odd but you know that he looks good in a suit and in that one right. he was supposed to be sort of the yeah the he was he was a little bit smarmy but he had to play it much more straight right are we gonna be are we gonna do a Mark Shepard month. Not next month, because next month we probably have to talk about actual TV, but, you know, um, someday. We could. Or I'll put that on, on Dustin's supplementary uh, <laughs> Supernatural-a-day calendar. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying there's a lot of good Mark Shepard TV out there somewhere. We could do. Maybe we should do an episode. One. Maybe, maybe for the holidays we'll do a Mark Shepard holiday. And we'll just talk about every time he's appeared on television. Like that one episode yeah. of The X-Files where he's like a right. fire starter. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was Mark Shepard. He was great. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Mark, Mark Shepard, a, a very Mark Shepard episode uh, someday. For Christmas. Um, for Christmas. A very I'm okay Mark with that, but I feel like you Shepherd also need to do Christmas. Jim Bieber. I feel like Jim Beaver, we're just going to watch a lot of Supernatural and Justified. That's which okay. Which is fine. Which yeah. is fine. That's fine. That's all what I want. What if it's one of our special episodes? Deadwood, and we too, just, I think. We just do a game where we have to go around in a circle and list a Jim Beaver show or a Mark Shepard show. Oh, that's good. And it's just first to run out of stuff. Yeah. Loses. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, that, yeah. this is all this is all future business, so you don't have to worry about that. But uh, we're not a future podcast. We're not a future we're podcast. Right. We are a TV <laughs> podcast slash supernatural podcast for two more weeks. So uh, we'll be back next week weeks. with more <laughs> for, with more supernatural. Next week is God Week. God uh, Week. Yeah, and, and then uh, uh, and after we get done with supernatural, we'll just continue. We'll barrel right into more Kripke with uh, the boys. Right. I mean, we're going to talk about the boys because what else? I mean, look, it's it'll be out. It'll be we'll have binged it over Labor Day weekend probably. Yeah. And uh, Aya Cash is in it, so why 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 wouldn't you yeah, watch right. it? Is what I'm saying. You're going to watch um, the boys and Mulan and then Tenet that weekend. Except for you, oh. Dan. You can't go see Tenet because you live in California. Yeah. Also, uh, movie theaters are not a thing anymore, and this is not a movie podcast. So. That's right. Uh, you know, that's fine. Where does but, Mulan uh, stand on that? Because it will be released on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's true. It is technically a an over-the-top streaming release. Yeah. So I think we could talk about Mulan, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not paying $30. I am. I get it if you have kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not it's cheaper for you. At all. But it's, 30, right. it's three what kids. What if instead of kids, you just really want to watch Donnie Yen? Oh shoot! You know what? I probably do. Watch? I I probably do have to. Like, I think I'm I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to to get Mulan now that I think about it, just because of like, you know, the the whole solidarity, Asians thing. I mean, that's um, that's you can have that 
reason. I have so, look, I have no everyone, kids and no solid. I just everyone who uh, let's just pretend that I didn't say the other part. Of course, I'm going to watch Mulan <laughs> opening weekend. Hashtag gold open. Hashtag uh, Asians and Hollywood something some I don't know. Uh, hashtag crazy rich Asians. Uh, uh, hashtag Oscars so white. Uh, I think I've covered it all. Yeah, yeah. I think you got um, it. Hashtag Jim Beaver was in The Boys too. Yes, he was. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah, didn't he work for Vought, or was he one of the... No, he was like a senator or something. He was oh Robert Singer, whoever that is. I might have to go back Wait, and... he was... Well, no, Bobby Singer is his character in The Boys. Really? Cause I mean, sorry, in char- Supernatural. His character in The Boys is Robert also, Singer. Is also Robert Singer. So Robert Singer <laughs> yes. is the producer and director and stuff on Supernatural, so they keep right. naming Jim Beaver That's... after him. Hilarious. And wasn't that the name that they gave to uh, in the in the movie or the TV show episode from last week? Um, yeah, that they had. What's they his... gave it to uh, uh, what's his name, right? Um, um, uh, I'm blanking. Murphy out. Uh, Murray. Well, I don't. Not Joel Murray, the no. old one, the oldest one, right? <sighs> yes, but like, yeah. What, what was is his, his name? name? And I don't want to look it up, and I feel bad because yeah. he's in everything. He is in everything because um, he's really recognizable. Yeah. Uh, oh, French mistake. French mistake. I'm like, what the Bill f- Murray's older brother. Okay. Three names. Three names. Yes, he he. Gets John the... Michael Murray. No. No. <laughs> Chad <funny>. Michael Murray. <laughs> <laughs> no, but good guess. I know what you're talking about too. We're gonna can't... we're yeah. we're gonna get this, and then that will be the end of the oh show. Oh my god, you're right. In the boys, he was Secretary of Defense Robert A. Singer. That's hilarious. Mm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Bill Murray. There's Bill Murray. There's Joel Murray. There's... Joel Murray and there's... no, Joel is the younger brother who was okay, a madman. That's right. Um. Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle. Murray. That's the one. Yes, All right. I got there it. You go. Uh, that's the podcast. We'll be back next week. Good night. Good night. Good night.